0: Welcome back to episode number 42 of Not Me But You. This is Art. Today, my tribute to baseball. What an ironic statement. The irony just washes over me as the uh, words pass my lips, and I'll tell you why. I am not a baseball guy. I have never been a baseball guy. Quick history. um, As a child, I desperately wanted to... uh, you know, play Little League baseball, mainly because a lot of my friends were playing it. But uh, I did not grow up in a sports family, so um, I sucked at baseball. And, you know, I never did make the uh, make the league. Um, I think as I got older, I got into a different league. I don't think they called it Little League anymore, but uh, I became a big fan of wiffle ball. I don't know if you guys around the world play wiffle ball, or is that just a United States of America thing? It's usually played with a yellow plastic bat and a white plastic ball that has, you know, holes in it. Um, My next door neighbor growing up, he's a little bit older than me, but uh, we played numerous games. His name was Mike. And we played numerous games of uh, one-on-one wiffle ball. And I really got good at uh, throwing a curve ball with a wiffle ball. And I don't know, just hitting, batting, and uh, just got to the point where, um, I don't know, just got to the point where I just spent so much time on the skill set that I got better at it, you know? So I guess since my dad was never into sports and we didn't, you know, we played catch occasionally, but that's about it. But, uh, nothing serious. Um, nothing serious sports wise. I just had not spent enough time on task by the time I tried out for Little League and, you know, I sucked at it and I, you know, I couldn't field the ground ball and couldn't bat that well, could catch. Okay. But, you know, but anyway, uh, no need to, uh, feel sorry for me. Um, that was just, uh, just a circumstance of life that I passed through. You know, I, I grew real tall and, um, I got introduced to basketball fairly early too and, uh, excelled at that, you know, used to play basketball six, six, seven days a week, could run full court. And, uh, you know, here I sit later in life, uh, post knee surgery with my full leg brace on that is locked and extended <laughs> so that I can't bend my knee to give my uh, ligament time to heal because I had surgery on my ligament so uh, getting old is not for the faint of heart but anyway uh, so that was my this is my tribute to baseball so even though uh, you know I'm didn't grow up in a sports family even though you know I'm not a baseball guy um I'm going to draw a baseball analogy because I think it has a lot to do with mindset and maintaining a positive mindset and simply just trying again, you know, getting up each day and trying again, no matter what happened yesterday. So, um, this is my tribute to baseball, the perfect game. So I did a little quick, uh, internet search and actually this, this stuff tells nicely with, um, Another topic I want to talk about, and that's uh, about six years ago I wrote a book, and I've referenced this, I think, in one of one other podcast episode so far. I wrote a book. The, the, I spent a lot of time writing the book. I'd say some part of a year, six months or more, writing, and I tried to write almost every day. and you know I did a lot of editing and rewriting and I put a lot of effort into it. And uh the book is basically um my take on um I guess why we're here and you know god religion that kind of thing so maybe not a super popular topic but uh I am in the process of rereading what I wrote and doing some edits and my book cover absolutely was horrible, horrendous. Uh, so at some point in the future, I'll tell you how I actually created the initial book cover on my own. And I am not artistic, okay? Not in the sense of I'm not good at like drawing or painting or sketching. But uh, recently I did go on Fiverr. And if you have not heard of Fiverr, it's spelled F-I-V like in Victor, E. RR, so double R on the end, and you can find all sorts of creative people on there. Um, I found um, a couple different musicians, maybe two or three, and I ended up going with the musician that I uh, ultimately selected for my intro and outro music for this podcast, so you can really find some very talented creative people on Fiverr. So yeah, I found a very talented musician who wrote me original music and that, you know, the music you hear on the intro and outro, if you don't skip over it on this podcast, I found that artist on Fiverr. And recently I said to myself, I want to kind of resurrect my my book and I also want to write a new book. So um I went on Fiverr and I found a very talented artist who redesigned my book cover in like two days and she did an awesome, awesome, awesome job. So and that's for my book that I wrote like six years ago. So um, it will be available on Amazon. It's actually available on Amazon now in its you know current form. But I'm going through the process of like uh, like I said, editing, rereading it, and editing it, and then I'm going to re-release it with the new book cover and the new edits, and um, I might even add an addendum at the end uh, you know, a present day addendum. But yeah, um, and the book didn't sell well, but I also, in all fairness, did virtually nothing to promote it. I did it more of a labor of love. I wanted to prove to myself that I could write a book and complete the project and, you know, have it, put some thought into it and put some time into it and have it be a halfway decent, you know, product, final product. And I think it is, I, like I said, it just needs, my cover needs to be updated which I took care of that already. I just have to do the text edits, and then I'm going to re-release it, and then I'll tell you about it. Probably put a link to it uh, on different places online on my digital footprint. And that brings me to KDP, which is Kindle Direct Publishing. That's Amazon's very easy to use or semi-easy to use program so you can self-publish um ebooks. And I believe they will also... The other cool aspect of it is if people want to order the physical book, like a paperback or maybe even a hardcover, Amazon, obviously for a fee, will bind the book for you, create the book for you in the paperback format, and then they'll mail it out to the person. So, I mean, they have their choice of ordering the book in paperback or ebook or I think maybe even hardcover. So that excites me. I think that's an exciting idea, and I think that um, we all probably have at least one book in us, so you know even if you don't think you're a writer um, try it out you know go check it out um and the books don't have to be long you know my original book was fairly lengthy i don't i don't remember number of pages or anything but i felt like i wanted to not just you know not just write like 20 or 30 pages and then publish it as an ebook but some ebooks are that short and you know honestly i was thinking about it lately Maybe my initial approach six years ago was, was uh, diametrically opposed to what my approach is now. And that is that um, I just think people are just more, you know, living life at a faster pace. Uh, they feel more rushed. And if you're like me, I'm not, I would not describe myself as a reader. So I don't want to spend, um, you know, a week or two reading a lengthy book. But if someone published a 20 or 30-page ebook you know, and it was competitively priced, I'd probably say, yeah, let me give that a shot because, you know, I could get, certainly read 20 or 30 pages in a week, you know, uh, I don't know that, um, I'm not a fast reader, so I don't know that I'd want to read it all in one sitting, maybe I would, I don't know, or maybe 50 pages, you know, I'm not sure about the length, I don't know what the sweet spot is on the the target length of the book should be, but, um, you know, you can figure that out as you go along, so... Maybe I'll start releasing a series of very short ebooks like using KDP, Kindle Direct Publishing. okay And I am in the process or I have started writing a second book and it has to do with um, health and um, you know making money. So a lot of the themes that I talk about uh, on this podcast and in other places online already. all right. So enough about that. You're all caught up on my book writing and my book, my existing book redesign and, uh, my, my post knee surgery, which I'm still at home recovering from and going to physical therapy and icing my knee every day. And just, uh, you know, it is a slow rehab and slow process. And if you're impatient like me, it's kind of tough to redirect your focus and and make your main focus each day to rest and rehab versus racing around, uh, getting things done and crossing things off your to-do list, which is how I feel a sense of accomplishment and quote-unquote relax. My wife, she could truly relax, just sit and chill. I'm not that type of person. I'm more, I guess, type A. I want to race around and do 10 things before 9 a.m. Uh, so I can sit and go... Oh, I got that done. <laughs> so anyway, it's just different difference in personalities. But my tribute to baseball. So do you have to pitch a perfect game in life? Do you know what a perfect game is in baseball? If you're not a baseball guy like me, you might not know. So I'll give you a quick definition. The perfect game in baseball is no batter from the opposing team ever gets on base ever gets to first base or second third no runs are scored by that team and so you get three outs in every inning and there's nine innings in baseball so nine times three is 27 at bats and all 27 batters get out okay they don't have to strike out but they have to get out you know maybe they Hit a ground ball to the shortstop, he throws it to first base, before the runner gets to first base, they're out, right? So, pitcher faces 27 batters, and they all get out. That's a perfect game. Sounds pretty straightforward, right? Yet, for all the years that baseball has been in existence, or at least I guess since they've been... um, create you know writing down statistics stats for baseball in professional baseball there's only been a perfect game's only been pitched 23 times so in all of baseball history right and i know base major league baseball came back or maybe is back or partially is back or you know because of the coronavirus and the players testing positive they're thinking about shutting it down again and canceling the season. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a baseball guy. Don't really follow the major, you know, major league baseball here. But 23 times is not a lot, you know, for all the years that baseball's been in existence, right? So yet, what's that have to do with you and I and trying to achieve our dreams in life? What it is, is you get up each day and you try and pitch a perfect game. But if you don't, you don't beat yourself up about it. You don't say, oh my God, I'm a complete failure because I didn't pitch a perfect game, right? Or I didn't execute my business plan perfectly. Or, you know, I, I didn't become a millionaire the first three times I tried to start a business. In fact, I went bankrupt the first three times. Gee, I'm a total failure. Maybe I'm not good. No, you have to not give up. Okay, that's the key. Like, just don't give up. Keep trying. Get up each day. Try again and uh, you know there's plenty of successful people who have gone bankrupt in their lives i did a podcast episode on that and then i'd like to do you know future episodes on different people i mean you'd be shocked at how many successful people in life at one point before they became a success went bankrupt and there's plenty of people who once they became a success didn't manage their money well or let trusted someone else to do it and never checked on the finances themselves and they went bankrupt. So um, I don't know, just, I guess it has, a, I guess this podcast, you know, my tribute to baseball and pitching a perfect game and how few times it's really ever been done in history is really, what am I, what am I saying to you? I'm really saying to you, um, how do you view failure? Like, do you view failure as, oh my God, you're a failure as a person or do you just view it as hey, I failed this time, I failed at this attempt, or, you know, I failed, but I learned some things, I learned what didn't work, and I'm going to try, I'm going to rethink it, and I'm going to try something else, or try to achieve the same thing, but in a different way, or approach it from a different angle, or do something different. So, until you kind of hit on that quote-unquote magic formula, and boom, your you know, your business takes off like a rocket ship. So, uh, you, you, you know, my general approach is we, we're fortunate enough to live in a digital age where most people have a smartphone in their pocket or pocketbook. So, you know, find a way to use your internet connection to monetize your ideas and to, you know, achieve your dreams. And, you know, do you really want to be relying on a, on a job or a career? Maybe you do. Maybe you love your job Maybe you love your career. Okay. I mean, um, I get a lot of satisfaction out of my current job, you know, but uh if I became wealthy, I know I would not work there full time. I already told my bosses if I became wealthy, I would work there. I would agree to work there part time. But I don't, I don't I don't I wouldn't plan on spending full time hours there. It's just, you know, I'd want to do different things with my time if I were wealthy. You know, I would expect that you would too. So anyway, so that's my tribute to baseball. Like, did you know Do you know what a perfect game is when a pitcher pitches a perfect game? Uh, Three batters up each inning, they all get out. There's nine innings, nine times three. 27 batters face the pitcher, they all get out. None of them get on base. No runs are scored. That's a perfect game in baseball. And as simple as that definition is, as straightforward as that definition is, it's only been done 23 times in the entire history of Major League Baseball. So... It's very hard to do. And yet, every pitcher starts every game with uh, the goal and the hope that, hey, I would love to be able to pitch a perfect game this game, right? But notice most pitchers don't ever achieve that goal in their entire career, right, if it's only been accomplished 23 times in the history of Major League Baseball. Most pitchers never achieve that goal their entire baseball career, yet they still get wins, right? So it's possible to not be perfect in life and still win at life, still win at achieving your goals and uh, having the freedom to do what you want with your time and spend time with your family or friends or loved ones or travel or you know donate time to time and money to charities i mean i mean to me that's a much richer life than just um you know showing up at a job at a factory every day or i'm not picking on factory workers that's just what came to mind like you know to just show up at a job five days a week. For 40 plus years, there's a certain amount of admiration I have for people who do that because it takes discipline, you know. But it's very repetitive, you're doing the same thing day in and day out, week in and week out, year in and year out. And yes, I do, um, admire people who are able to do that and provide for themselves and their family. I'm not criticizing that in any way, I'm just saying, I think there's a better way, you know, other than simply resigning ourselves to that type of work-life schedule. Yeah, and teach our children to, you know, repeat that same work-life cycle. I don't kind of like look at that and say, uh, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way, right? And there can be a better way and yet you don't have to pitch a quote-unquote perfect game in life, okay? So that is my tribute to baseball and that is my words of encouragement for you to go write your own book, get started today and you know just maybe start off with a journal, do a journal if not every day a few times a week, three, four times a week and then look back on what you wrote and a lot of times that will jog your memory as to maybe what you really want to, a topic you really want to write about and uh, you can draw inspiration from that and you know it's almost like Building blocks, right? You know, you put three blocks together. That's not a complete foundation for a house, but you keep building on that foundation and adding to it. Sooner or later, you, know, you got the big, you got a solid foundation, and then you can build up, build upon it, right? And I think writing is a uh, a lot the same way, a similar process. Uh, go check out KDP. Uh, if you haven't been to the Waypot Today Facebook page, please go check that out, like it, and follow it. Um I post links to podcasts there often, and I post things on there that I don't post on my regular Facebook. You can email me at waypawday at gmail.com. You can email me food and recipe related at hwC at healthywisecooking.com and uh, you can check out Healthywise Cooking on both Facebook and Pinterest. Uh, not very active on Facebook, but am getting more active on Pinterest. Check out my YouTube channel, Waypot Today. Websites, WaypotToday.com and HealthyWiseCooking.com. Most of all, have courage today to pick one thing and work on your dreams. Until next time, this is Art.